black eyes slip. I slide in the slick kiss, surrounded by the smoke like I stay in contact with spirits. Smoking supersonic days like still the bad. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the world famous Do Work Podcast. I am your host, Scientifics, and this is episode. Man, what episode is this? 27989. You said 29? 29. Wait, hold on. Because I've shot a lot this week, so don't mind me. I'm just trying to catch up with what we got. Uh, 26, 27. 28. Episode 28. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the world famous Do Work Podcast. I'll do it over. I don't give a good shit. Uh, yeah, this is episode 28. Every week we're at a special location. We're shooting de- directly with our guests to get into their comfort zone, to get with them. Um, every week I have a, a greater guest than I always do. Not that I always do. I mean, the week before, but that doesn't mean they get better as in the people. It means the conversation gets better. We get deeper in. We get more artists and reaching out different areas of the city and of the 209-559 area. So that's why it gets bigger and better. I want to give a special shout out to my uh, my sponsor, RedEyeIndustries.com. 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 They laced us today with some Sunday Driver. We uh, smoked on a little bit of that. I got my man a towel, uh, a glasses cleaner, and a bag. You know what I mean? For the one time, make some stickers too. Sipping on a little something. So, uh, like I said, every week we got a special guest. This week does not disappoint. None of them do. My man to the left of me has been doing music in the scene for a minute. He's been holding it down. He's got project after project. He's done collabs. He's worked with other but other artists and then also did collabs and full things on his own. We we're watching some of his videos earlier, dated back. I mean, some of the stuff is really fire. I don't know how everybody kind of didn't cop on or maybe I just missed it, but the shit's fire. I'm about to listen to everything on top of what I already know about. But everybody put your hands together. Make some noise for the one, the only, the incomparable, the man that does that thing. Yeah, I'll shoot my own videos. I don't even give a fuck. Doctor Ink in the building. Bam, bam, bam. What's up, my guy? How what's you doing? Up, what's up? Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you on this warm afternoon. Yeah, it is you nice and mean? warm, but you know, that's dope. Uh, we, we, if you guys don't know, today we also will be shooting the video for what song is it? The song is called "I Feel Like." I feel like. Uh, so we'll be doing an extra clip at the end of this episode that we might feature in But we'll also be having the video featured at the end of this episode because by the time it comes out editing and doo-wop The magic of TV, you know how it goes. Yep, so yep. what's up with you, man? How you doing? Oh, also wait before that let everybody else know because I gave you a nice little intro But let everybody else know who you are and what it is you do just off the ribs They can hear from the man himself What's up everybody? I'm Dr. Inc. aka Twigonomical, which is uh been in this for a while. Uh, Hip hop, rapping, that's, that's my main thing I do. Mm-hmm. But I also make beats here and there, videography and photography. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to dip into everything I can to, you know, just all the everywhere. levels of multimedia in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, because it costs money to hire everybody to do the shit. That's real. That's and if real. you got to do it over and over and over, it makes sense to just buy the thing yourself the one time. Mm-hmm. Fuck exactly. up a few times and then get it right, yeah. and then now you don't gotta hire nobody to pay, you know, five hundred dollars for a video. You already spent the five hundred on the lights and the cameras and everything, so exactly it makes more exactly. sense. That's the same reason why I went into multimedia. 
mm. uh, post music. You know, I started getting into other things. I had already did like graphic design and things like that. Mm. But once I started getting into, you know, getting the toys and the accoutrements <laughs> to sit down and just play with, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a lot better than having to spend the money. And, and no diss to anybody that's out there that, you know, you still hire people to do certain videographers as videographers with Sean Fresno, all that great shit. But well, if you're- I, I still collab with uh, videographers. Oh, yeah. Even though, like Otis Reed did a video for me. Okay. Um, Shout out to Otis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that was dope. Um, I'm gonna hit a BC. Okay. Uh, yeah. Shout out to BC. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, let's see who else. Well, man, Kings Rivera did a video for me before. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, there's just just been a few. Like I. But it's I, good to be able to have the yeah. ability to step back and yeah. like shoot your own like you're doing today. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I mean? like the video you've seen. That was a. Um, I knew that I was the only one that was going to be able to get the idea, the concept, everything I wanted mm -hmm. right then and there because trying to explain it to someone sometimes is difficult. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was like, this let one me I show need you. To do. Yeah. yeah, let me show you by doing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But that's dope too because the creativity side of it, you know, actually adds to when you do work with other visual creators or other content creators or just directors and you're able to get that storyboard to them or maybe mm -hmm. show them something that you've created and be like, something like this, but then like this, but exactly. then here's the angle that we want to kind of, you know. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And how many years is it? have you been in like the video game itself? Besides just, I mean, music itself, we'll get into that, but just when you start gathering your toys. Honestly, it was, it was after the pandemic. It, Got that PPE? Yeah. <laughs> Got that nice PPE, you know what I mean? You got you know a little money. You know that, that, I mean? that, like, that unemployment was kicking in with that, uh, you know. Yeah, he was like, he was like, hey, could I get like a, a heat press and make some shirts or am I gonna do like lights and camera action type shit? You know, I feel yeah. you. You know, I had choices, so I was like, you know, let me invest in something for myself yeah. that I know that's gonna save me a lot of money at the end of the day. Oh yeah, um, totally. Because that's just what I got to do. So I just ended up getting a lot of stuff, even stuff that I didn't even know I needed mm -hmm. until I ended up using it. So it was like, well, hey. He said, you mean I got to need an adapter for that motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I can't just buy it and then plug. Nah, you got to buy the plug, do the thing. Yeah, yeah. So after that, I was like, you know what? Since I have all this stuff, it can't just be about doing, you know, videos or photography for mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I was like, Offering let me, services. Let me out. turn this into a business. A where bit, I can go. You know what I mean? So, you know, you got to invest in yourself. Well, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? mean especially to. if you if you saw it from the standpoint of it's going to help me, you got good enough, then you go, okay, now I can help everybody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I got the ability to. Exactly. You know? And they, they probably already knew your your vision was there, but now you can present it to them and be like, oh, this is what I see. This mm -hmm. looks like, you know, a little better. So, you know, that's good that people pick it up because I encourage everybody that's out there too. We talk about this on multiple podcasts. Like if you got a little passion for something like, and you know you know how to, or you know you could pick it up really easily, do that. Yeah. Because exactly. one year from now, you'll be very surprised where you're at. You'll be very surprised how much further you are than you would have thought you would have been in a year. Exactly, exactly. And then working with other videographers too helps you get that ideas and grow little skills and techniques, how they yeah. shot it, how they, you know. Because talking to them, they'll be like, well, maybe the better angle or maybe the better way is so and you're like, yes, yeah, it's good to learn. And, and then with that too, like, so how long have you been in the music game? And we're going to get back to the origin. I of mean, that. like, so let me tell you how first, first started. Okay. Okay. Recording my own music. Okay. Okay. So 
I had this radio with detachable speakers. Mm -hmm. And I had this little radio, this little Sony radio you can record on, mm -hmm. right? Speaker slide up yeah. like that and just detach. Little double deck radio. Then I had the, the speakers with the detachable speakers on. Okay. So what I did was I had the beat playing on the little thing. Ah, uh, okay. You know, or the beat playing on the big on the big radio with the detachable yeah. speakers. And I had the other radio recording. Yeah, outside karaoke. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just started recording myself like that. And then um, it got to a point where some kind of way we in incorporated the PlayStation Sony music generator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slapping beats on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. the beats of that. We hooked it up to a mixer, hooked it up to a, a, <laughs> a computer hooked a mic up and a, um, a mini disc player. Yeah, and that, that little that little memory yeah. card that came in handy, huh? yeah. So we we concocted something Made and ended up recording some stuff. Okay. And so what after this? that, what this, this was, oh my God, we're talking about 2000, 2004. Mm-hmm, okay, and okay. And then the very first show don't tell me 50 encouraged you. Like you heard 50's first album and you're like, I'm gonna do this. No, I just no. <laughs> I just wait, I just wait. And then after that, the very, the very, like the very first show that we did um, under my label, mm -hmm. Triple God Recording, you know, uh, the artist Surf and my boy Elder who passed away, rest in peace, um, was 2005 at the, at the Babylon. Babby, hey, yeah. welcome to that. When saying that, that's full circle. Babby just came back. Mm -hmm. They're about mm -hmm. to open up a lot more uh, events, so maybe you can drop something uh, in and do. You know what I mean? Yeah, do, like, that, that, whole that right back. there. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, because everybody remembers the, the one dollar, two dollar packs, tall cans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You pull, you pull up with ten bucks. You already know you're gonna get a couple tallies. Yeah. There's gonna be a live performance. Narcy's gonna be DJing, or, or what was the other guy? Uh, Crypto or uh, uh, it was nasty, and there was a uh, 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 what's it called when you burn fires? What's that person? Klepto, DJ Klepto. Mm -hmm. He was the other dude with the dreads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then yeah, there was a couple different people that had open mics. Bobby Phase from uh, Cloud Nine at the time, mm -hmm. but uh, now at full circle. Shout out to Phase. We just did an episode with him, so shout out to you. Uh, but yeah, that during that time frame. Okay, yeah. so 2004, man. So Good times. Good just times. After that, it was just like. It was just different performances and shows. Uh -huh. I've just been in it ever since, nonstop. And then like being here, you know, it's easy to link with people. So it was building up with the sound yeah. and showing up yeah. too. Cause I remember when it first dropped, it was Twigonomics, right? When it mm -hmm. first dropped. Twigonomical, yeah. And I remember you being at Babylon. I remember uh, doing shows at, uh, what was the other spot? Uh, we did uh, Zaps Park. Oh my goodness. Uh, we did Reps. Oh my goodness. Uh, we did Salsas. Uh, we did Habanos. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of them like that. That Because uh, D4D was kind of like hosting some stuff and like, and then I'll, there was a couple of other promoters that were just bringing in like the hip hop artists that were kind of like bringing in a crowd. Mm -hmm. So I remember that you were, you know, on a lot of, actually, I'm, you know, I'll show you some stuff I have on my hard drive. I'll show you some of the flyers that we have from okay. back then. Okay. Got you right there just chilling, you know, so you'll say your name. So. I still got a lot of the, uh, a lot of the flyers from yeah from that one of my videos the very first video i did shows the uh the flyer from the rhyme and reason mm. show and, okay uh, 
I was just like, man, that's kind of, that's kind of classic. Even the, like even the video, I, like a video I did, it was called, um, was it Resin? Yeah, it was called Resin. Mm -hmm. That video had so many cameos in it of the artists that he had Kaleidoscope, mm -hmm. Wix, mm -hmm. um, some of the cats from Roach Collection. Okay. Um, yeah. Man, I can't even. I can't even see the name. It was just so like can't, yeah. yeah, it was such a collage and everybody. Yeah, it was yeah. like man, this was this was the time back then. Bro. And what year was this? This was in. I have to say 2000, oh wait, 2000, right now, I mean, like eight, eight, nine, 17, 17, oh, okay, 17, this is, 17. this is, this is when, at the time where, like, all the hip-hop artists, uh, friends were getting together, and, like, like, shows were going on at Fulton Mall, shows were when going on, when they were doing, on. like, the cyphers yeah. and stuff like that, too, and, okay, like, okay, it, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it was just a community thing, you know, and, and it was at my boy Painkiller's birthday party. Okay, shout out Painkiller. Yeah, that's where, uh, that's where all, like everybody was there. Um, I catered with edibles. You okay. Know, Black Willy Wonka. Um, <laughs> that would be Blanca. Blanca. Willy Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so catered that, and and it was just a great party. Did the video shoot there. Yeah. And it was cool. Loved it. Man, missed I'm, those days, man. Sorry, I missed it because like, we were talking about off-air. Like, I traveled yeah, a lot yeah. during that time probably I was living in different places. But I was definitely watching. I saw everything that was going on. Mm -hmm. And when the last you know, year and a half, I saw everybody just return with like this resurgence of music. Everybody's dropping yeah, projects. Yeah. But the energy still feels like that growth was there. It wasn't just like people were like, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe I want to pick the mic up again. No, it was like this last project, this project, this project. Mm. And I think that outside of Fresno, we talked about this on other episodes too, that there's just like an energy that draws everybody to Fresno. Yeah. And when you're here and you got album after album after album after album, it isn't, it isn't hard for other people to pick up and go, I've been listening to you since, or I remember the project when you did. Yeah. Because we've been doing stuff with everybody around the, the whole, I mean, I can name so many names and you go, oh yeah, I remember that kid or I remember this guy. And it isn't like they fell off, it was just life, you know, music, yeah. maybe even just a different avenue instead of doing the rap shit or the production shit. They do what I'm doing now, which is like podcasting or multimedia like you do. Mm -hmm. So we all picked up a different lane and, and like was able to grow, <laughs> excuse me. But in that time frame, it's dope to see that, you know, people put in that much legwork and that much energy to collab that they all paid off in the long run with yeah. the respect that you build. Uh, the, the notch in Fresno's timeline that exists with your face and your name on it that they can't remove, mm -hmm. that other people, even though younger cats will be like, yo, I don't know who that is, or, you know, you, there's always younger generations that are gonna claim, but it's always up to the older heads that before us that were giving us that 70s, 80s yeah, vibe, yeah. like, yo, you gotta check. Same thing, but in the in a, in a grander scale because we're the ones that were like, yo, we got to see all of it, like, there, there's no you're gonna want to talk to one of us and hear the advice mm -hmm. because it turned 50 we're in that bracket of we were kids when it was when it was a kid yeah you know when 79 hit when you know rappers delight dropped that's basically when it all started to become a thing and we all were able to grow up and there's none of us that can remember a time when it wasn't present exactly you know it was always here and to be able to be in a state now we're in fresno the timeline being able to be a person that's notched into the hip-hop faction here and if it gets and when it gets and where it goes the popularity it gains people get to realize that there's other artists that have been doing it because you know there's everybody in every city yeah there's there's artists but the great part is now hip-hop is such an older gentleman 
that we as older gentlemen get the opportunity to not feel weird as being like an older gentleman yeah, rapping exactly. because you know Hove and all these people they in their 50s you know what I mean Busta Rhymes like all these people that we look up to they may not be great but they old yeah er older I mean too short what almost 50 something years old like you know short been everybody uncle he, he ain't nobody not growing up with too short yeah, a, lot, a lot of me dying it yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, little, little just for men, you know what I mean? Come that little something, yeah. man, you know? Something you know, when you start getting some money, you go put yeah, it back. You go exactly. put it back. You rewind the time on them real quick, you know? Exactly. But yeah, that's great that we are in that in that zone where it's like hip hop has grown up enough to where it's like there's a space for people that continue to do it yeah. in a time frame to create for their cities and not feel like if you didn't make it, make it, you're it's a waste of time. Like, no, there's a consistency of music that needs to exist in your city. Mm -hmm. You still hold a presence, you know, the people look up to you. You're an influence, you know, your merch, your your impact of visuals, all these things play into the city because you're actually helping other people become more creative because without your visual input, they wouldn't be a kid going, I could do that, but I'm going to do, uh, uh, and there's that spark of imagination. There's that in influence. And we in Fresno, like give a lot of it outside to a lot of different areas. But when it comes down to the city itself, you know, there's that, like I said, that notch where everybody claims to be, or not claims to be, but actually sits and says, this is where I existed. Yeah. Between these years and these years, between this and this. And it all made sense for everybody to be a part of it because you can name a bunch of rappers that were around when you first started. And now who's around present, you know what I mean? The established careers that have happened and the, you know, presence of albums that you've dropped and the people you got to meet that you yeah. probably didn't think you were going to come across Ooh. or came across your album and told you, <laughs> hey, man, I got the one. And you're like, how you got that? OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. And it's great because on the show, I like to give everybody their flowers and let them know how it is that they impact the city or impact what the culture has in Fresno, not just hip hop, but the culture. There's a fashion scene. There's a music scene. There's a food scene, a brewing scene. There's all of these things together. There's, of course, the athletics. Of course, there's businesses, you know, all these things. But if you're able to incorporate yourself into where your name comes up in multiple communications, multiple conversations, everybody knows what it is you've been doing or, or have been doing or have coming up next. Mm -hmm. It's great to see that growth and to be that embraced by the community. So I like to give my people their flowers when they're here. I call it watering my peoples, you know what I mean? Get, <laughs> get them, let them know what it is. But just so you know that, you know, it's appreciated that, you know, just being around and pushing what you do and continuing driving on and giving that drive and that persistence and giving visuals and still being creative and coming up the out your own pocket to create something for yourself is, is amazing. So props to you for doing that and, and continue doing it. Yeah, don't, don't stop. I, I know you're stop. not, I know you're not, but you know, just continue doing it from a person from the outside as a perspective. Like I see that that's dope because it's going to encourage other people to continue. It's going to be, yeah. you know, and myself, like, you know I mean, I don't want to age myself on anything, but I'm 43. I've been doing music since the 90s. I've been around every generation, every every 10 year when it changes, I've been present. But now it's great to see that, you know, hip hop itself has graduated to a point to where there are older gentlemen that are present. You know, when we were growing up, the oldest person we saw kind of was too short. Yeah. Like that was like the only person that had been around the longest, Allow Cool J. Who well, ain't never ever ever aged. He'd been yeah. 30, 31 and a half <laughs> for the last 25 years and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's like, what? But yeah, it's great that never we changed styles. Never. Neither I mean, he did. He finally took the hat off one time, but he had the, yeah, he had the do rag and the koofy and a, <laughs> he had doubled up on him. But yeah, so, uh, so with that being said, we're going to take a break real quick. I mean, Give me another one of these. Shout out to my man, B.E. Born Evil Industries for tapping me with the koozie. You know what it is. Get yourself another one. Get yourself another one. 
You know what it is. Episode 28, we figured it out. Your man Scientifics, the world famous Do Work Podcast, Dr. E, Trigonomics. You know what it is. We'll be right back with this one. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, yeah. What up, everybody? It's your man Scientifics. Here to tell you about our new sponsor, Red Eye Industries. RedEyeIndustries.com is the place to go to find all of our merch, tinctures, flowers, wax, drinks, and anything you may need for your medical uses. That's right, www.RedEyeIndustries.com. And tell me your man Science sent you. Ah, ah, ah. Where everybody live. With that being said, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the world-famous Do Work Podcast. I am your host, Scientifics, back with my man, Dr. Inc., a.k.a. Twigonomics, a.k.a. Man, I'm just going to shoot that video myself, even though I know I can work with other people type shit. Shout out to my uh, sponsors, Red Eye Industries, RedEyeIndustries.com, RedEyeIndustries.com, RedEyeIndustries.com. Check it out. One side of the website of RedEyeIndustries.com is for the strand. The other side is for the brand. We got the merch, all the t-shirts that you see on my website, all the t-shirts you see on my IG and all that stuff. Check it out. This is on RedEyeIndustries.com. All the tree that you want to get, wax, tinctures, crumble. Uh, they have edibles now available, so check that out. Deliveries only. But check it. You know what I mean? RedEyeIndustries.com. Shout out to my brand. Shout out to this right here. We got we able to lace my man with some stuff. We gave him the towel, the glasses cleaner, and uh, the bag. I see everybody that wears glasses. I hand him the glasses cleaner right off the rip. Here you go, man. Eyesight's good. You need to see that world the best way you can. Plus, I see everybody that has glasses sometimes have to use the t-shirt, and that causes the scratches on your stuff. I know what it is. So salute to my people that are uh, visually amped and instead of impaired, but you're amped because you got, you know, you know, power to the eyes. Do the other one away. Fuck it, don't even need it. So yeah, we're back with my man. We got through the whole first part of this conversation, which we talk about, you know, what it is, where you are. Uh-uh. But uh, now we get to the point where like 2020 impacts your life, it impacts your business, it impacts your, your artistry, or it changes whatever you're doing and builds things up. You know, let's get into how 2020 impacted that. Was it was it business-wise, personal-wise? Mm. Was there a gain? Was there a loss? Like, were you like, oh, actually, I'm sitting kind of good, like we were talking about at the PPE hit. You were able to purchase your stuff, but then you had to lay back, because like you said, nobody wanted to really work. Everybody was kind of like, stay back. So what was 2020 like for you? 2020, man, 2020 changed my life. Mm -hmm. It did, like, mm -hmm. like deep talk, like real talk. So I had a business. Okay. It was a, uh, it was a driving business actually. Mm -hmm. um, so when the pandemic hit, driving like limousines, like. No, I had my own car picking people up. Oh, like Uber, they show a yeah. private car, private car service? Yeah. Like a car service? Yeah. Not just like an Uber or anything like that, but like a... Yeah, I was doing that, but... From the airport, like private stuff. Thing. Okay, yeah, okay. I had my own little business called Swoop. Damn, um, that's tight. I feel like that would be an app. Yeah. Like that. It, you it, get the like, Swoop app, get swooped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the business is still there, but I had to shut it down. You know, pandemic was going on. I was like, nah, can't do this, you know. Was it for like insurance purposes? Like you didn't want to deal with the, the, the sickness? I didn't want to deal with the sickness because- And you didn't, did you have other people working with you? No, it was just me. Oh, so yeah, you definitely didn't want to get the sickness. Yeah. Because then I, your company would definitely shut down. Yeah. Okay, okay. And you know, I'm, I'm asthmatic. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> so I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, it, 
after that, I was like, well, what am I gonna do? You know? Created that pivot. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided, I was like, you know, I like doing photography. Um, I like doing videography. Mm -hmm. I got, you know, nobody was doing videos when it first happened. Nobody was, like, you couldn't go to no one's studio. You couldn't go to no, no one's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I was like, well, you know what? I got to do my own. And that's real because we talked with Otis on episode 16. He said the exact same thing. I was like, what was 2020 like? And he was like, I mean, I was getting footage from people or people would shoot stuff, send it to me via that way. But to sit down and really want to shoot something or really like, you know, put together. And even if it was like one artist, it's like, you know, I'll pull up, I'll just shoot you. It was hard to get just anybody to come outside. Wow. <laughs> were you were you affected by it with with anybody near you that was sick or did you catch it? Um, I, I ended up getting it, but not until I got it last year. Oh, you late with it? Yeah, exactly. I so, stayed. But you like now that it's moved up to like what the common flu would be, so it's just like oh you got it, oh, okay you good now. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't worry about it. I got it in uh, in January before it hit like to the shutdown, mm -hmm. and I didn't know what it was. I had it for four days. I just knew that when I walked certain distances, I was just tired. I could still breathe, but not really. You yeah. know what I mean? I was outside smoking a blunt. I'd be like, you know, let me just. <laughs> Which, you know, anybody who smokes, exactly. if you gotta look at your jigger or you gotta look at your blunt, like, you know, let me just do this later. You know your lungs is doing something, it's time to a little self-care. That's when you know you sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally you can muscle through that, like, nah, yeah. I'm sick, this gonna make me feel better. But yeah, I had it for like probably about four days and then it kind of subsided. Um, I started getting my energy back and things like that. And then when it happened in March, I was working at the IRS. We found out before everybody else. Yeah. We had a, I had a meeting at like nine in the morning. They're like, yo, so at 2.30, shit better close down. So you better call everybody you know, let them know, go get your toilet papers, go get your things. Cause at one o'clock, 1.30, it's gonna be crazy at Costco. So we made the phone calls, we left and then, but we were on full leave, like you said, like I got unemployment, well not unemployment, but I got um, hazard leave. Yeah. And then I got um, the loans that they were giving for government uh, assistance, but they were government um, workers yeah. aid. It was the same amount. So it wasn't like I got anything extra than anybody else got. It was the 600, the 1200, the 600, you know, I got, I got all three of them. But because I worked for them, they made sure we got everything locked in because we were workers and we weren't able to come back. Yeah. When we came back though, you know what I mean? We're doing taxes, right? You ain't got you ain't got nobody working at any of the spaces for from tax season until like almost July. Mm -hmm. When you come back, how many tax forms do you think you got to do? Plus, Fresno had like uh, twelve other states, ten other states, something like that, that brought their taxes as well. Yeah, we had fourteen point six million different freaking tax forms to do within the first week mm. to catch up to a couple of the million that were and we had like those canisters outside those shipping crates yeah yeah filled and like yeah it was it was crazy so besides it you know shut, shutting down the business a little bit that was your pivot was like okay get this stuff and start doing that yeah it it, it made me realize that you know what i love rapping mm -hmm. like that's like but i was like you know what i need to look into longevity yeah and that's like that's the realest shit. When I think comes, that rappers forget about the business side. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Because you know what? No matter how much you rap, what 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 a lot of people don't realize is that the rappers are the bottom of the barrel. Yes. 
before the rappers get their money, it's got to go through so many different mm -hmm. hands. Mm -hmm. Before the you engineer, get your piece. you gotta get the beat from the producer, mm -hmm. you gotta rent the time from the studio. Then once you get in the studio, you gotta pay for the, the whole thing to get your shit mixed and mastered to get your masters back. Mm -hmm. And once you got that, now you gotta pay everybody to promote it. So you basically paying the entire time yeah. just to make your music. You're paying everybody, you're paying videographers, you're paying management, you're paying everybody to help promote your shit, you're paying Instagram to get the $15 promotions. You're getting, yeah, it's coming out of you before mm -hmm. you even see a cent back. Mm -hmm. So that's why you gotta believe in the actual track or the music that you're doing. Yeah. You might put five thousand into one song, but you see that return, and mm. yeah. But that business side is really what I think a lot of people miss is that you know you gotta stack up something. Yeah. Oops, we're good. We're good. We're good. So that's why I was like, you know what? The um, the aspect of the, the the longevity, the business part. Yeah. I was like, you know, let me look into this. What can be done beyond the the rapping? Mm -hmm. uh, beyond everything, okay, branding. Yeah. If you don't have a brand, you know, a lot of rappers will be out there and just recording songs and whatever beats they find wherever and putting them out there. But it's like, you know what? You gotta have a brand. Once yeah. you have that brand, you gotta you gotta build into that. There's so many different aspects of of doing this yeah that a lot of people don't know about and and, and they, they the the soundcloud era kind of gave people that misconception that yeah. you'll, you'll be able to bypass all the business side and just kind of mm -hmm. get into it no you're right and i got away from soundcloud oh yeah i got away from that because i listened to it for the the era that it was which is 13 yeah. to 14 16 15 maybe 16 maybe those mm -hmm. three years you know and everybody that came out of it shouts out to them but it was what it was for the time frame. Yeah, it it, it played its part. Yeah, it did, it did what it was supposed to do. It helped change the industry. It helped gather things. You know, industry's about growth. You know, but yeah. But you're right because a lot of people don't understand. And uh, me and Vinny, shout out to Vinny from TME. We were talking about this earlier today about the difference between marketing and advertisement, mm -hmm. and how branding needs to be able to understand, or artists need to understand that your brand needs to be marketable. Because your advertisement just tells them what it is, yeah. what you got going on, where to find you, how many things that it is. But the marketability is that I can make you into this. So if you rap and you do a sponsorship for a beer company, and then you see you in a commercial for this, and then you see you, you know, Snoop, marketable. Mm -hmm. People like that can get into any field. The marketability is what your brand, which is you, your your idea, your logo, your all that shit. How many people's lives does it sit in? On yeah. a regular basis yeah you know like the bkr thing you know like otis like ta we we're talking about all their brands all the clothes that they wear or they bring out every time they drop an album people are wearing them in the city mm -hmm. that's part of the branding that's the marketability of it that you can get anybody to wear the crown hat or the fee face with the thing or bkr's you know like because it sits because that marketability, it sits into the beer group, this group, that yeah. group. The advertisement is just telling everybody, hey, we'll look for it over here. Hey, this is what's going on. Hey, what's going on here? And okay. so, you know, it's, it's that part that I think a lot of artists are missing right now is yeah. that. Like, I used to have the, um, like, um, Dr. Ink, ink pens. Okay. And I would give those out, and it was like, a lot of people were like, hell yeah, including artists who were like, Okay, I'm gonna take this shit. I'm gonna yeah. write my rhymes with this yeah. shit, all yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I had, without even knowing, I had created some sort of market yeah. where people felt like 
if I'm gonna write, better be with that pen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. they, I guess, for whatever reason, they felt like that energy that I had mm -hmm. was incorporated in the ink pens that I was using. Because I would tell them, like, write yeah. your rhymes with this yeah. shit. And it was. Honestly, when I did those ink pens, I was like, this shit is for anybody who writes rhymes, who want that shit to be tight, want mm -hmm. to be fresh. Like that's smart, but that because a lot of kids do that like challenges, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, what you rap? Oh, well, there's this challenge where this guy handing out pens, like write your best, like literally write your best. Yeah, that encourages and that sparks yeah. that, and that's dope because that is a great way to, you know, Doctor Ink. I got pens, like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You got bars. Mm -hmm. You got bars. What's up? Here, here, I'll hand you one. Write it. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Because writing is, I mean. No matter who you are, if you want to get in the music industry, writing is the important part. Writing is the greatest part. You know, freestyling. Freestyling and rapping is one thing. Songwriting is a completely different game. Completely different. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when I, you know, like the albums I put out where they were just freestyles, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me get this, whatever I feel, mm -hmm. let me get it out. Yeah. In the quickest way possible. Because if I sit and try to write everything that I feel, you. There's too yeah. much time is going to pass by. Oh yeah, exactly. You're gonna lose it. So I'm like, let me do this. This is how I feel right now for the freestyle part, mm -hmm. and then I'll get into the the, the writing for oh, yeah. the real shit. Like shout out to my man Byron Campbell, Bina. Um, that's the way he writes. Mm -hmm. um, the margin is kind of like the limit. Like writing it out, there's there's not the same energy as when he freestyles it. He'll bounce his tone. He'll bend notes. He starts to harmonize. He does all these things because it's able to get the thought out. Mm -hmm. We do that four or five times, and then within that, find the cadence, find the melody, and then like start to either keep the lines or just start to go, okay, here's the best part. Here's what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. Now write to it. Yeah. And, and that's good too, because I've, I've seen uh, other artists like that. Uh, shout out to Halo, Halo the Human. Mm -hmm. um, I, wor I worked with him on uh, the Good Boy album and uh, a couple of mixtapes, and we were in the lab for a while, but his, his writing, you know, kind of, uh, uh, situation goes headphones whatever is playing and he just and does that for a good hour and a half but we're not hearing the words that he's actually saying in his head but he's just he's mumbling and doing that out loud so we can keep the cadence so he knows what his right is but you know what he's writing he's hearing the words and that right there is encourageable too when you get somebody with a pen in their hand and go here now write it though like sit down and write yeah and I told my daughter, uh, my daughter's six now, she was like, they don't teach cursive in school. And I was like, well, I'm gonna teach you how to write that way. So you can kind of keep that calligraphy, that style of like, you know, what, what scripture should be, like script, yeah. script writing, not scriptures, shout out to religious people, but not that, uh, script writing, you know, calligraphy, different types of fonts and shit. So that yeah. keeps, because you know, writing is, is essential. And with this project that I showed you earlier, we're showing those beats, um, Inviting the writer, inviting the creativeness of a writer. You know, where do you want to take this song? Where do you see that the, the the balance of a song needs to go this way, or what? You know, because in Fresno we have a lot of artists who can rap, and that is that is true. We have a lot yeah, of, and I'm sure everybody out there has tons of rappers, but songwriters. You know, people who drop albums, and the project itself is like, yo. And I think you're in that phrase when I think that people talk these, you know, major names and in Fresno and there's a list of or whatever there's there's still that amount of artists that are still competing and doing yeah and I think that your name and your 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 label your your brand as we were saying 
it's still up there and it's great that you're out there pressing the shit you know 2020 after the pivot too so we we interrupted on that too so after you you know shit went with the with the brand and the cars and then you got all of your stuff was it slow to pick up as 21 started to open up or was it still like kind of like hezzy like let me just see what it is i kind of stepped back for a moment to see exactly what people were focusing on because I knew music was changing. Mm -hmm. And I knew that the the typical spit 16 bars, have a hook, spit 16 bars, have a hook, that arrow was kind of gone and on the way. Um, But at the same time, I also seen it coming back a couple years after I realized it was going away. So I was like, you know what? you had to give the two-minute song a shine for a minute. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, the, the SoundCloud era. Yeah. You know, songs were a minute and 45 seconds, two and a half minutes long, and you're like, oh, the whole album's 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's 15 songs on here. How is it 30 minutes? Well, they're all two minutes long. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? The way the world is going, um, I realized that sometime in the future, whatever it is we have to say, mm-hmm. whatever words, whatever, whatever, None of that's gonna matter. Mm. It's gonna be all about the music because people are gonna want shit to dance to. And they're not gonna wanna look at Here, things that are going on in reality. Yeah, and that's, virtual that's, or meta is gonna yeah. be the place to be. But here's also a good part to that. I think that with AI, AI is gonna reincorporate the fact that 44.1 megahertz frequency, mm-hmm. the, what they recorded everything in the 70s on dats and reels yeah. is incorporated because it itself is artificial. Yeah. So to give it some life, it's gonna convert back to that which created that frequency in everybody's ear to give a good vibe, good energy, which changes everything. Because everybody's like, oh, AI is gonna take over, it's gonna be ah, ah. And I'm like, well, if it has to repeat and create exactness, uh-huh. It can't be cold. It knows that. And it's gonna go, when was the last time music was warm? When's the last time music had vibration? 79 to 84, when 44.1 was the vibe? It'll convert back to that and we'll be able to sit with music where it's like the concept of the feel. You know, songs in the 70s, the lyrics aren't the best. You know, songs from the 50s, 60s, doo-wop, Motown, all that shit, the, the, the lyrics are simple. But they the were, feeling they of what felt, they were saying. They were good at that time. But the feeling of what they were saying, the way yeah. to convey it, the, the way they were singing it and the way it was being recorded brought all of those frequencies to the ear and it felt good. Why do you think a deep voice sounds good? Why do you think Barry White really Barry had the best White, singing yeah. voice? Or did it just sound good in your ear? Yeah. Because they recorded it the right way and he's like, yeah, girl, you know. And women are like, ooh, talk that talk, Barry. I want to love you. And it's they like, it's not really shit. that good, but you're just like, keep talking that deep talk. You know what I mean? But the frequencies in which it was recorded, yeah. the way that the natural tone of everybody's, you know, back then, and if AI has to mimic, it's going to find the best time of music and say, well, this is when everybody appreciated the most. I'm going to mimic that. And that was 44.1. So if you do that AI, listen to science. My name is Science. We can work together on this. 44.1 is where you need to take it back. If we can make music happen that way again, that's why Earth, Wind, and Fire is much better than listening to anything that's on the radio right now. Yeah. That's why you can listen to Anita. That's why you can listen to Aretha. That's why you can listen to Luther. That's why you can listen because it was recorded in that. Rock bands. Every rock band that you've ever liked, it sounds that crisp because of that. Mm-hmm. 
And when we get back to that, I think music is, as songwriters, it's getting there to where we need that frequency to join us. You won't be able to do it over all these electronic beats that are 48.1 yeah. or 48. You know, we got to take it back to 44 to where the frequency, the vibration's right. And it's good that you're doing that and you understand that with writing and, mm -hmm. and testing people to write still. Keeping the craft alive, keeping the essence of what music would be. And sure, you know, we had people like Biggie who could freestyle and all that shit, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just a realist. I know that he wrote everything before he started not writing the same way Jay-Z wrote before he stopped writing the way that everybody who says they don't write, they wrote at some point. And then they realize, oh, I can just do this right here in segments like Lil Wayne when he just line by line, you know what I mean? The, the easy E method, basically. Just go line um, by line. Yeah. <laughs> but these are good rappers, so they just go, oh, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill it. So, like, I honestly, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, everything I need to say, I can just say it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to write it down. No. Because to me, having to write anything down that you have to say when it comes to music, it's because you're unable to retain everything you need to know because of everything that's being fed to you. Yeah. So it gets in the way. Thought versus thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out a way to separate what is fed to you mm -hmm. um, and what is what you already already know. Yeah. Because your gut is going to tell you everything you need to know. Regardless of what you've been taught, regardless yeah. of how you live. Yeah. If your gutless say, if your gut if your gut says, you know what? This ain't right. Yeah. That's it. Lead. That's the lead right there. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go by it. So, I figured, you know what? Even though life is trying to lead me in another direction, uh -huh. I kind of have to ignore that matrix part of it. And that, 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 I think that's the part I was gonna jump in and say, it was like, you know, during the writing process, a lot of the writer block comes from listening to a bunch of things mm -hmm. and not that it isn't good to get encouragement or advice or whatever it may be just but what you're saying is trust what you're what you're thinking trust the mood trust what the song should be and being able to freestyle that is like having a conversation like we are right now yeah like none of this is scripted but we're giving truth we're giving definition you know we have ideas behind just what has been brought in front of us mm -hmm. and if in a freestyle you're able to deliver that get it out right in that moment because that's how you feel about it because in five minutes i'm gonna be like hold on let me tell you how i was feeling a couple minutes ago yeah and then I, you know what i mean there's a delay in that and that seven second delay in life is not what you really want to do you want to get an instant and that freestyle you, brings that you have to get that part out yeah because whether we like it or not we're all stuck in the matrix oh yeah so there are certain moments, certain times where you get a chance to say, you know what, this is how I feel. This is what I have to say. Mm -hmm. This is real shit. This is a thought. This is what's going on with me. This yeah. is where I'm at in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the times, a lot of us have that moment. Yeah. But we don't have a way to save it, say it, mm -hmm. record it, mm -hmm. whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. So we have it and then a few hours later, we're back to the same old shit that we're yep. used to. Yep. 
for that moment we have escaped yes what they have us stuck in so for that moment we get a chance to say hey this is not the way it's supposed to be nope this is what we got to do we all see it we all know it mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so for those that end up getting wrapped back into the matrix of what it is yeah um, some may be, some may comply fully, but others, they may be like, some, something ain't right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something's not right. So you're not even trying to work the system. You're just trying to exist around. Yeah. Cause you create that. Like, I know what you're saying too. It's like some people just fully tap in and like, okay, nine to five, got to do this script, script, script. And you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, but you know, life is supposed to just exist, right? You're supposed to just exist. Why is it charged me to live here? Like, exactly. And then you go into, okay, now if I'm doing music, then why do I got to pay all these other people? Okay, if I'm doing music, then why do I got to write down my ideas for you to understand what I'm saying if I can't just talk to you? And then you go, okay, I'm going to freestyle it and give you my, my idea right off the rip because you can't edit it. It hasn't been edited. I didn't stop and, oh, what's the better way to say this? I'm saying from straight part and direct. Mm -hmm. And that's true. I like that because I think that there's a lot of ability in, in spoken word. Just I've, I've done spoken word poetry your honesty is the, the vulnerability yeah. and the vulnerability also brings the, the most truth out because sometimes it is what somebody else doesn't want to hear and you make them vulnerable and they're like oh that was cringe and you're like no that's not cringe that's the truth yeah how many people live in the matrix like you said and they stuck to the script and when you hear what you're really doing you know what you're doing right and you tell them like you know what you're doing right you wake up every day you do this you do this you do this for somebody the fuck else None of this is yours, really, truly. The house isn't yours, the property isn't yours, the car is yours, basically, sort of, not really. You don't do anything and own anything unless you start creating your own thing. Yeah. And in a freestyle, that's exactly where that freedom comes in. It's just like, I'm speaking my mind and thoughts of everybody around me because the energy in the room is saying this right now. Mm -hmm. And then you create a song or energy off of that, and that's like, the, the truth came out in that moment. I found a song in that. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, man. And then so when it opened up, you said like 2021, 20, you're bouncing back. So like 22 was kind of like looking into adding all of this, you know, your media stuff into play. Or was it still kind of like personal use? Still personal use. Okay. I would say. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I look back to... The things that were going on, things that were going on at the time that I started mm -hmm. rapping, I'm like, right? You know, I could sit here and I can rap all day about the stuff that's going on. Oh yeah, well we've Just done like, the party vibe. Yeah. We've done the you, you know, know the right. crazy type. Like you, the stuff you showed me was like a little hardcore. I'm pretty sure you did some trap stuff. I'm pretty sure yeah. you did some bounce stuff. I'm sure you know what I mean. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, you know what? A good beat with some lyrics mm -hmm. that are good, just sticking to how things have been yeah. before the whole mumble rap and whatever the fuck else happened after but here's that. But here's that part. I'm going to sidebar you on that real quick. Okay. Because everything that happened, we all appreciated. We grabbed onto something, right? Yeah. Some people like Typhi, some people didn't. Mm -hmm. And then some of us were like, yo, that's the like, the ha-ha. Uh -huh. That's finally when the Bay finally got his thing, right? 
But then there's purists that go, well, that's when rap became simple because you have to think from 2001 and two till 2008, that's how everybody raps. Like they had that slow mumble. And then when it got to the drug part, it was the lean started getting bigger. Yeah. And then, and then these younger cats were really getting prescribed Oxycontin. These younger cats were really getting prescribed Perkies. They were really, you know, on medication. Yeah. So when 12 and 13 hit, that's when they were coming out as their, you know, their style of rap. But what was their influence? There wasn't a Kendrick or a Cole. There was Hyphy. True. And Hyphy talked about partying and turning up. And then you had the the Louisiana bounce music was after Katrina. Everybody from Louisiana got moved out and placed all over the United States. So now you got influences that are coming out. That's why ASAP Rocky sounds so southern. That's why all these other artists around the bay, you know, yeah. sort of because they already they already worked with down south, Louisiana, stuff like that. Yeah, Master yeah. P and everybody shouts everybody that, you know, 90s, all the ah-ah. But then it came back to where it's like, okay, there's all these different sounds being blended together. And a lot of the simplistic rap form got a lot of popularity because there was a lot of southern rappers that had a southern flow that other people considered simple but it's not like david banner's not simple you know what i mean like big crit is not simple like they got bars like ti andre and then you can go on and on but i'm just saying from the underground aspect so i yeah. think that there was a time frame where the lyricism just wasn't being asked very much of like people weren't as fans weren't asking people to be that lyrical until we got the Kendricks and the Coles, you know, and, and then Drake and then even that shit, you know what I mean? Like all of those artists that we'd like, okay, these are the most musical, creative and that stuff. But we had to deal with that as purists that came yeah. from the nineties and saw the graduation from the Wu-Tangs and everybody else, the, the Tupacs, the Biggies, the, you know, the 50 cents, the M's, everybody that came, we saw it all. So when the new branch came, we're like, we've already seen that. Matter of fact, that's like beginner rap. Like what mm. you guys are doing, it's not mumble. It's just you're good enough to put a song together. Yeah. That's what we all sounded like when we first started rapping. But True. these are medicated children. True. Like that was the part that we as rap, as fans forgot about. Like yeah. They were medicated. That's why they sounded like that. They were on lean plus perks plus then. And we were like, yo, we just smoke a weed, maybe do a little coke, maybe get a pot some molly, blah, blah, blah. We're not that fucked up. We're, we're not belligerently like not be able to speak. We didn't know that. And we didn't know as much. And you know when you've been drunk yeah. and you try to freestyle, what do you sound like? <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what they sound like because they think that they're killing it and their boys are equally as turned up as them. So they're like, ah, oh, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't get what they were living through. We didn't hear it. We weren't there. We weren't 15, 16, 17 years old right now where that's getting high. Yeah. When we were in the 90s, it was like, this is getting high, this is like, you know, 40 in a blunt, Heineken in a blunt, you know what I mean? Maybe some Molly at the, at the fucking rave, maybe a little X or whatever, shrooms every now and then, but that's a, now they're like, yo, we want to take all the pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And then we're gonna go. So it's kind of a little bit more difficult to understand any one of your friends that's really belligerent, drunk, or uh, really high. I think that's what we got. We got a bunch of kids that were suffering through something and we were trying to understand what they were saying and we couldn't hear them until some of them sobered up and they were like, oh, wow, you guys got suppressions. Like, you guys got, you know I mean, some issues. You got Uzi that was able to step out of it. You know, you got people that were able to step out of it that became really good musicians. Yeah. But it's like every time we bring up the mumble rap thing, I had to go like, ah, I hated it too at the time. But when I look back at it, I realized what we were watching. It made more sense to say, I can understand why you rap like that. Because, you know, how many people thought down south rap was really that that clever or that bouncy or whatever because of the way they sounded yeah their speech their slang their you know what i mean everything 
And then when it got accepted outside of Louisiana, as I said, after Katrina, I feel like, you know, everybody kind of got used to the Louisiana down south, kind of like, ah, you know what it is, play it, right, boy, you know what I mean? Like that type of vibe. Yeah. Because everybody was looking like, I could tell. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I was able to tell, because. But was... being older now, you look back and you say, hey, you know, as an artist, you realize, like you said, a lot of the freestyle stuff that you have, like I'll say with my man Byron, it's like that's the best way for you as an artist to be able to write all of the things that you have is because it's easier just to give all the idea at once, record it all, track it all, and then find the best parts and then put that together into a sentence that makes sense. Not that none of it made sense, it all made sense, yeah. but the best parts to be like, yo, I'm speaking to you right now. I don't got to sit here and like you said, why you got to think about what I'm going to say? That's like me going, hey, bro. Um, like that, that, that what I just did. Like thinking about <laughs> what I was about to say. You know what I mean? That's it's, yeah. it gets weird for a minute because you're sitting in a room with a bunch of rappers, and you're the one just quiet for 38 minutes, just or the one that's like I said, Halo mumbling and stuff. Or you got, you know, you just put the beat on. I'm gonna go in the booth. Let me just run my things real quick. I got a couple of ideas. Yeah. You know that changes the energy in the room because you kind of push everybody too. Like, oh, he was able just to knock that out. Fuck, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta set my shit up. I gotta. Hey, hey, uh, so where do I get these Dr. E pens at? The pens. Oh. Do you have any left? No more on stock? I'm not sure. See, I'm going with the stumper. He's like, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I had so many Y'all different... Y'all got any pens left? So many different no, merchants? No, We've confirmed from the sideline, no. We don't got any more pens left. No more pens left? No. Yeah. I had so many different like merch items that were kind of like uh, I have so many you're like uh, space balls where you're like yeah. Dr. Ink the toilet paper Dr. Ink the bathroom <laughs> Dr. Ink the you know pens like yeah Dr. it was yeah, like yeah. get them while I have them yeah because after this but then it becomes that it. collector's item to yeah. where if you got one you know like I said the stamp in the, the timeline of Fresno yeah you know do you guys have do you guys rock yeah that type shit yeah it's dope I, you know, I was like, the pins were probably the best, um, the most catchy merch yeah. ever. That's what the uh, that's what the glasses spinners are for us. Yeah. Everybody I see with glasses, I'm like, yo, you rock glasses? Here's a glasses spinner, Red Eye Industries. Check them out. I ended up getting a lot of, uh, oh shit, I'm gonna write my rhymes with this pen, you know, mm -hmm. whatever else I was in. I was like, yo, cool. Yeah. Because honestly, any merch that I put out is gonna have my energy in the shit. And I can because, see I can see you put it on a notepad. That would have yeah. been dope too. If you put the Doctor Ink notepads out. I had those. Like too. the yellow ledgers. You had some? Yeah. See, great minds think alike, my guy. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dope. I had a um a stamp too. I was going around stamping. Okay. All kind of people. See, like, that's what I'm saying. When, when you're talking about branding, he's really talking about like getting yeah. the, the niche little things in your home, the things that you use on a regular basis to kind of brand and put your name on and shit. You know, dentists mm -hmm. are smart when they do that shit. Like, oh, here, take a pen. Yeah. Here, take a pen. Take a pen. That's free advertisement. So, yeah, I get it. That's dope, man. <laughs> so, I was like, you know what? There's a lot of cats doing merch yeah. out here, and all the merch is mainly t shirts. Um, hats sweaters so t-shirt yeah. yeah so i was like you know what there's a lot of different shit that can be made with that logo 
Oh yeah, there's USB mouse pads, cords. USB yeah. cords. You know what I mean? You could have aux, you could have did aux cords. You yeah. Could I was like, because <laughs> when you really look at the concept of like what people would need on a daily basis, when you go to like the customization like IG page or, or website itself, and it sees all the, you could see all the offerings that they have. They're like, oh, we got this, this, this. You're like, oh yeah, businesses do this just for the one time, yeah. but why not make this like an actual thing? Yeah, man. We are talking, me and Vinny, we're talking about doing branding classes, marketing and, and, and advertisement classes. If you want to get involved and sit down and talk to people about like different ways to brand or, you know, some of the smaller ideas that you've brought to life, that'd be great. Because I think I think everybody around any anywhere, not just in Fresno or in the 559, you guys are watching this worldwide. This is called the World Famous Doer Podcast. We are really in uh, now 27 states, five countries. And then like 30 something cities in California, Hawaii, overseas, we're in Iraq, we're all, all kinds of places. Shout out to all my fans. But you know, I mean, you got the opportunity to share some of our creativity ideas and also with the marketing and branding, how we would be able to get that out. So if you want to sit down and work with us in a couple of things, we'll be doing like small clips, videos, promos, things like that, where we talk about it. It'd be great to have you on board because I'm, I'm sure there's tons of insight you'd be able to give us on just branding yeah, over the no. years that you've been able to touch on and had success with, you know what I mean? And, and artists don't think of these things. And that, and that's really what that, that the idea with me and Vinny were talking about is like the things that artists don't think about. Yeah. You know, you really could have, you went to the dog tree, you got hundred of these and said, hey bro, I'm gonna spray paint them and do a thing and put my brand on it. Hey dude, they're 50 bucks or 25 bucks each. And I'm like, oh wow, okay, cool. Why? Because they're limited. Mm -hmm. And you know, you think about the prices, the prices because the price, because I said it's the price. I think that people tend to forget that, like you place the pricing on what your value is. If you say this t-shirt that I printed is just this right here, but if these are $50 t-shirts, a lot of your customers might say, no, I'm not gonna buy that for 50 bucks. There's gonna be somebody that pulls up and be like, hey, nobody ain't got these? Oh, let me get one, I'll pay 50 bucks for it. And then they start the trend, they start the wave. And then your brand takes off by getting the notoriety by saying, oh, I bought this shit for 50 bucks, that's what the price is. Well, I'd pay five for that. Yeah, i paid a dollar for this. Yeah. But like if you paint it in, put the stickers on it, and be like, hey bro, this is five exactly. bucks right there off the rip. Yeah. I'd pay five for that shit. Make a profit off of it. That's what I'm saying. We, we, you know, we got those before. I was like, yeah. It's a nice little thing. And I pull it out because I, I usually when we're, we're able to it's smoke, like, yeah. I can I can ash it in here. But I got the red eye industries on on the decky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So since it's been open, since everything opened back up now, uh, where are we at? You got a new project out? <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Projects. Projects. Time. Projects. Yeah. Ooh. So we got the ink ink skills. Okay. That's the uh, one of the the projects that we got out. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of pushed that on a different level. Okay. Than what I'm doing now, like my boy Terry Skills did the beats. Okay. Shout out, hey, shout out to Skills. Shout yeah, out to Skills. Yeah. Been, been uh, fucking my boy since back in the day. Pause. And all the the songs I've done from those albums mm -hmm. have all been freestyle. Okay. Like trying to experiment with that, trying to do some different stuff. So, and um, the one that you got for the video that we're about to drop at the end of this, what is this off this project or is it the new? No, the new new. It's a it's a it's a new. new. <laughs> a couple of tracks on it. Is yeah. it mostly singles or is it just like a project, like an EP? Mixtape. Actually, this is just a single. Oh, it's this, just a single. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, then y'all really get the exclusive. Um, 
I was like, you know what, I want to do a video for mm. for this song. I don't want it to be, for, you know, with any of the albums that are coming out right now or anything. It's its own thing. It's just, its own energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. You can run off that all day. I have to do it that way. So. It's slip or ride. He said. It is. It's like a. <laughs> he did it like three times. I was like, you good? Like, hey, man. I misshot it. Yeah. Walmart set me up for a. Uh, Failure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're making me look bad on camera, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay, always trying to be respectful. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, so yeah, so with that, a lot of projects that I've been doing lately have been freestyle okay. instead of writing because I kind of like got to a point where I was like, well, my boy Terry Skills when he comes up with the beats, yeah, it's like I don't want to wait too long to get on. Yeah, so, yeah. since everything else has been freestyle, since we had two different projects working at the same time, I was like, you know what? I'll come through, do my freestyle, over your beat you have. He said Twiggy Wayne. Yeah. He went Lil Wayne on him. And no, but then, that's good though, because if you keep that energy going, you're able to just conduct a, a real pure conversation each yeah. time a new beat comes to you. Like, you already know, because you're in mode. That, that's yeah. where you're at. It isn't exactly. like you're on some like, let's test the grounds and let's see what it feels like to not write. Mm -hmm. No, you're really been there. So it's like, yo, this is what I'm doing right now. This is where I'm not writing anything right now, but I'm keeping the energy like max to like what we got going on. Uh, what other producers are you working with on, on this project or on any of the projects that you have coming? Cause I know you work with T-Skills, so like, uh, right, now, like right now, just me. Hey, well, fuck with your boy. You know what I'm saying? Just I make like, beats, right now, you know what I mean? Beats. Everybody out there now, I make like, beats. I'm, yeah. Like, cause the new project that I want to do, um, I I want to collab with as many people as possible. And the okay. reason why, let me say the reason why. Okay. At some point, I'm gonna re I'm like I'm gonna retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know when that's gonna be. But you'd like to have that that masterpiece that has everybody yeah. on board. So if you walked away after that, you could literally be like, I'm happy with I'm this. I'm done. I'm good. I got Fash, I got Planet right, Asia, I got, you know, yeah, BKR, I got, you know, I got everybody, I got everybody. Whoever, where everybody lived that I respect, I got them. We good, yeah, we yep. good. Okay, I like that though. And that's what I'm doing on this project. Like I mentioned it a couple of times, you guys might've seen it on multiple episodes coming up. The project is almost done, but it's the same thing. I'm, I'm respecting writers. I want writers to get on and like storytell, you know, give me a concept, give me something where you can, we can take it out here where it's not just like you said, rapping on something, but giving an idea and a conversation about uh, what the concept is, you know, yeah. and getting a feel. Again, like I said, taking it back to the feel. Uh, a lot of musicians now are getting back to the rhythmic and back to the soul and back to that stuff and it never really left but the popularity music didn't have it a lot yeah. more of it is balancing itself out now to where the popularity music kind of has it and that gives us a better aspect because us underground heads and people that listen to like real stuff that isn't being commercialized get to see other people appreciate the music that we do listen to and it's being commercialized which is yeah. great because you guys get to share in great ideas and better music not to say that pop and all these other genres aren't better i'm saying better than what you may be given at a particular time where you go oh these artists are what i have no there's other artists to pick from and different sounds and genres to pick from mm -hmm. and so so now that's up what do we got forward to look or what do we got to look forward to from dr Hink? 
right now with this video footage. Um, After okay. the video footage, but I'm saying just in general, so, like what's, what's popping now? Like what, what, what's so right now? Yeah, right now what I have going on is I want to put an album out. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be separate from the whole ink skills thing with Terry Skills doing the beats and all stuff like that. Okay. Um, because I've always, regardless of how, like who I've collabed with, I've always made sure that I still keep my own thing going. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not always the same. Sometimes I've even had cats that have, I've recorded on their songs, you know, and they didn't put the song out. I had a cat that decided that he was going to change his and lyrics. And that's the thing too, is a lot of people don't and got that drive, did. you know? Like where, where you're at right now, that's another thing that I think that you should uh, really promote to other artists. Yeah. Is like the drive, the consistency. You know, when you feel it, get it, knock it out, put it out. Yeah. Content is content. You know, songs are songs. Like we're gonna bring you bringing a bunch of people around you, so you're gonna write some of your best material. Exactly. But then also being around the freedom of being able to write like that. You know, put the content out, put it out there. Don't be afraid. If you know you're doing well right now and this is working better, then just drop it, drop yeah, it, drop it, knock it, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just like, I like doing my own projects, mm -hmm. but ultimately. My plan at the end of the day is to be able to work with as many artists as I can mm -hmm. that are in the five five in the five five nine. Yeah, I'm not looking to work with cats that are outside of that because you know I feel like you a welcome lot of, it though, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll welcome it. Yeah, yeah, but you're not, you're not you're not pushing anything, for it, but, but I'm not just, pushing for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'd rather work just don't with... Wanna, just don't want to X out anybody. If they're yeah. like, man, I was going to call no. them up next Thursday, but they just, they don't want to call them. I wouldn't X out but, anybody yeah. at all whatsoever. But, you, but your, your personal you know agenda is to just work with all the greatness that's around. If you were a hooker on welfare, they got bars. They got bars? I'll work with you. It does, that shit don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It, if you got bars, I, I will I, work with you. That shit does I'm, not I'm thinking matter. about it right now, and I'm thinking what kind of bars she might have, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> Life. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Just life. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it, no matter what it is, yeah, just I'm whatever always you bring down to, to work with other artists. And that's great. Um, because I don't feel like my way is the best way. You can always learn yeah. from anybody that yeah. you meet, regardless of what. And plus, I want to be able to um share yeah the exposure with other artists too because man, I'm like, it's just for myself but that's great that you're saying it yeah, that way too because yeah. you said you want to work with everybody just to be able to say that but not the other way around like i no. want to work with everybody so they got my feature on their you know what yeah. i mean like some people are like trying to stamp out like i'm gonna get on everything before i'm no you're like i just want to work with everybody and know we did something classic we dropped a song the energy was good. We mm -hmm. might have been like five of us that night. We just kind of like, ah, ah, then it became a thing. And that's great because you really should. You really should just want to set out a standard of what you think that your career happiness, your career success yeah. is. You're like, yeah. if I did all these things, I'm good. Somebody else would be like, ah, oh, but you didn't do. You're like, well, that wasn't on my list. <laughs> so it don't matter. 
I did everything on my list. Like, I'm good. Like, I did that. You know what I mean? I met everybody that I wanted to meet mm -hmm. ever in life. Oh, I hope I was on that list. Cause you, Man, sitting there too. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I know that was yeah. on that list. You know, Hell yeah. A little science in there. Sprinkle a little science. Um, but to be sitting there chilling with Afro Man. Yeah. Talking to him while my, well, shit. You smoke with him? She was my ex. Said, hey, we smoked and we drank. That's what I'm talking about. He, he had, had Co 45s in that ice He chest, had huh? Co 45 and I had rum. It ain't even a lie, bro. So I met him in Vegas. Same shit. He was on stage. It was him, a guitar, an amp. Uh, his phone plugged into the amp that was the beats and then he was playing on top of it and then an ice chest with nothing but cold 45s we threw a, a blunt on stage he picked it up he said yo i saw you guys like afterwards like uh -uh. so we went backstage to chill with him mm. five ice chests all cold 45s all blunts just running the whole night it was just like here you want to smoke you want to smoke you want to smoke, 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 smoke i was like damn he ain't lying <laughs> you know what i mean he ain't lying he really lived that don't. life you know what i mean but he yeah he don't when uh when I was backstage with him and shit, that motherfucker got a talk in the core 45. Off the rip, oh yeah. I said, oh shit. Oh, it's real, it's real. It's what he we do. said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had rum and coke. I was like, yeah, I do rum and coke. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, I know. So we, we chopping it up and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. you know, exchange phone numbers and shit like that. So I was like, like, fuck, man. I was like, every milestone that I wanted to hit doing music, like this right here, just hit it. And that's the part I think a lot of musicians miss is that, you know, your personal growth and your personal avenue and who you meet along the lines and who respects your art is bigger than what you think. Like, you're, I'm going to be that person who's like, you know what I mean? And on the way up, you start to realize, like, everybody's respected your shit. Yep. And people start to step in and say, hey, man, I fucks with you. Oh, man, I do like, that's a bigger part than anything because when you get there that's why most of the people that are there are humble mm -hmm. because they got to achieve those goals they said if i did this number if i did that on this album if i were able to and those things start to happen in life and you're like yeah i'm pretty good i don't want none need none that type five you know what i mean like yep. it's good so i get it and that's good that you have been able to cross that and come across a lot of artists in the time frame and and just to have that humble spirit of just like as long as i get to work with them create with them it's like a chef you know what i mean i got to chop it up with them i got to cook with them like we got to you know have a feast together and it was the one time for the one time respect all the way through i'm gonna see you later on but that was the one time we did that thing at the only time it like at the end of the day it's like, like chilling and that's getting a that, thing getting that vibe where you're just chilling yeah well, again, you got a new project coming out. I'm a sound engineer, so if you need anything, you might want to holler at Chibi. Pro Tools certified, 2005. Been running like probably like 56,000 well, hours of fucking Pro Tools. Honestly, yeah. like, just, just I, I like, I want to try to, um, I want to try to work with the, work with the label. Okay. Yeah. Instead of me trying to do everything by myself, you know, yeah. Triple Guy recording, indie and all, or major. Like that. Indie. Okay. I can never go major. Like I'm, I'm underground. I, I think the only way I would go major is if, if we partnered. I would, I wouldn't sign to them. Yeah. I would, I would partner. I'd be like, okay, well, my brand is this big. You offer me four million, so that means you expect to make thirty-six to fifty-six yeah. million. So yeah, no, we're gonna partner. Yeah, I'll take twenty-five mil. You take twenty-five mil. I'm just, we'll just walk away from that, and then we'll do it for the one time. We're good. <laughs> 
And if it worked, you want to do it for the two time? We can do it for the two time. But yeah, yeah. most time it's gonna be for one time. But yeah, independence or work with somebody. Yeah. As a as a, a, a consultant, an artist, a writer, a producer, or just everything all together. Just bring everything to the table and be like, hey guys, here's what we've got. Dr. Inkton brought it. What are we gonna do? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Because you know, I think we'd have it better than a lot of cats would. Yeah. Definitely. Be ready more than a lot of cats would. Um, more experience. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of aspects of it. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if that worked on... No, it's uh, hilarious because you're louder saying shh on the mic than they're on the mic. <laughs> you can't hear them at all on the microphone. Okay. <laughs> but when you went shh, it was louder because you're right here. <laughs> that was tight. Fucking dogs. But yeah, I mean, getting to that, getting to that point, you know, in the next couple of years, you know, over the, over the time frame. But, you know, we always got to look back at the ride. The ride's been amazing, right? Yeah. The ride's been crazy. You went from the 2000 eras to the 2000 teens to now the 2020s. You're still in a career vibe. You're influencing people. New people are stepping into the stage. Mm -hmm. And we've worked together multiple times. This is the first time we actually met each other. Yeah. And like we, I've just, earlier, if you guys are watching, we, we talked about like four or five shows we've done together. But we just never, it was like in passing, hey, what's up, bro? Okay, yeah, cool. We're, we're doing, all right, yeah, yeah. To be the first time I get to sit down and talk to you. So it's yeah. been great to do that. Yeah, I mean, sure. I appreciate sure. it. I've been a fan of your music. Every time you drop something or a visual or something like that, I'm always on board. Whenever you say, I got a video coming up, I always say, hey, man, I'm going to pull up. Like, yeah, hey, you don't know me, but I'm science. On Facebook, it's do work. But, you know, but yeah, like, it's been yeah. great to just, you know, be able to sit down, chop it up, work for some stuff. I got some stuff coming up, too, so we'll be able to network and do some things. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my extra videographer, Bird Stash, in the building, you know, for coming through and sliding What's through. Up? Junk in the trunk in the building as well. She always, she always just happens to pull up. This is the 16th episode she's been on, so you know what I mean? Shout out to them. If you guys don't follow them on Instagram, please do. And if everybody was going to follow you or get to hold of you, to, or get to hold of you, get a hold of you to do work, where would they do that at? Facebook, Instagram, what's the best way? Email? Well, okay, so. Ooh, this sounds serious. <laughs> Just Google. Doctor. Because I, I would say all the other stuff that I'm under them, but I got, I got like a lot of different emails. So it's, a lot of different names. Okay, so for right now. So for right now, Google drink underscore five five nine. Okay, because it's Doctor Ink. Drink. Yeah. I like that. See? And you'll find me. Over your head, y'all don't even see that. I think it's actually gotten to a point where you don't have to do the underscore. You just say drink and then it'll pop You just up. drink. You just do drink 559. Oh, so you, you're that major on, 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 uh, on Google like that? They know I'm you? A, I got Yelp. Google know you? Google I'm like, no, no, no. Y'all talking about him right Google, here. Like, let me just, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top three choices are him. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you might want to. Is this him? Is this him? Or is this him? Like, I don't know. So, you know, okay. photography, so videography. Drink underscore 559, which is Dr. Inc. underscore 559. Yeah. But no separation, all relation. You know what I mean? Um, videography, photography. Production, yeah. songwriting, branding. It's just uh, like features, whatever you need. Uh, if you hear me. That also includes bourgeois. Oh, I like I like the little boudoir, little photo shoot. You know yeah, yeah, get a little I'm sexy. Like, back. You got backdrops in the whole jump. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm not. I'm yeah. Okay. Hey, well, contact your man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Doctor Inc. Underscore five five nine or drink 
559. You will find him on all platforms, all social media platforms. Plus, mm -hmm. if you want, you know, email him, get him locked in, book him for something, please do. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we get up out of here, these motherfuckers? Uh, so you got just me sipping off the fucking thing, man. I'm off. Stay safe and um, that's it. Watch out for fake motherfuckers getting at your cash app. Right? They do that. They'll send you something and then cancel and be like, yo. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck else. Other than that, just, you know, hey. if you're going to drink, if you're going to drink, drink rum. And if you're going to drink, drink underscore 559, which is Word. Dr. Inc. Hey. Uh -huh. I'm okay. sipping on what they brought, but yeah, yeah. What you got? Let me see. That can that they brought? Uh, the... Oh, yeah. Ballast point. Yeah, yeah. But in, I love but, in, but in the BE, you know, label. So shout out to my man's absurd Where's and it? face. Is there, a, is there another uh... another one of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more of these. We're gonna do the video right now too. So a lot of people don't know, but we just finishing up this podcast. I want to thank you guys for coming out to episode 28, spending your time with us, spending time with Doctor mm -hmm, E, spending mm -hmm. time with me. Shout out to Burstash. Shout out to uh, Junk in the Trunk in the Building. Shout out to your girl that was in there. We smoked on that Sunday driver. You know what it is. Shout out to Red Eye Industries. Y'all make some noise. Anything you want to say to the last people? Uh, just about it? watch out for the video. It's going to be coming out. It's about to you know drop right now. You know what I'm saying? Be, Name be, of the video? It's going to be dope. I feel like. And you're about to see this right now. So you guys enjoy that. Thank you guys very much for pulling up to the world famous Do Work Podcast. Every week you know what it is. Three's full. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, yeah. Scientifics. We out. I'm out of room. Okay. Oh, shit. We look in the universe and we see the effects of gravity. And we see, let's, let's add up all the stars and galaxies and, and planets and comets and black holes, everything that we know about, to account for this gravity that we see. And when you add in the dark matter, this, this extra gravity, it, it turns the universe into the universe that we see. That's why we know the dark matter is real. Interstellar, dark dweller, rum sipping, smoking tree, writing this verse in the dark cellar. No town, aka Mini Gotham. Nice to meet ya. Well, Sharky, she will beat you when she's off the Waukesha. You can smell the sin, taste the struggle in the cup. No time for soapy showers when you're trying to bubble up. Gun runs, done deal with California seals. Methods of the half dead, chasing the dragon's heel. I see chopping trees like I'm mowing grass. Bitches looking for the green while it's showing ass. Shashi licking stores, charging more in the hood. Looking at my black. Ass like I'm up to no good California glizzy, my whole city keep the glizzy cock Sasquatch fuckery, but watch out for city cops Backwoods and backwoods, I smoke because I'm mental Watch out for rat traps, pussycats and dog kennels Dark matter, dark chatter, dark ions, dark deeds, dark knees, dark icons Dark particles, dark skies, dark eyes, dark visions, dark truth, dark lies Dark matter, dark chatter, dark ions, dark deeds Dark needs, dark icons, dark particles, dark skies, dark eyes, dark vision, dark truth, dark lies. The universe is thought to consist of three types of substance. Regular matter, dark matter, and dark energy. Trust level low, THC level high. Never trust these niggas till the day that I die. I see darkness in the mirror clearer than my own reflection. Dark matter collection covering me slowly in sections. Carbon body corrections, I'm feeling disconnection. Whispers in the night and fixed verbal infections. 
You can't escape the fury like I can't escape the feeling This could be the reason why I'm so high scraping the ceiling Feeling like my skin is peeling back good Still in the fretful state of mind Puffing on the backwood Flashes of the bloody scene My dreams hearing screams Return where I've never been Sipping on the devil's lean The art of killing if you're willing to be spilling life out If I'm taking your wife out I'll pull the knife out I'm not moving in your peripheral vision I'm not sounding night Make you stop looking listen